This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest, the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them this question. What do you think of the Messiah? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. He said to them, how is it then that David, by the Spirit, calls him Lord, saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David thus calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one was able to give him the answer, nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. I said good afternoon to you. Again, thank you for your patience. I know we were a little late today. I apologize. It's been a heck of a week. Y'all know what's going on. It's been rough. So hang in there. Hang in there, okay? Jesus encountered opposition from people 
we would least expect to oppose him. He was opposed of all people by the religious leadership of the Jews. His critics were always trying to trap him without success. In today's scripture, in today's scripture reading, they again tried to trap him with the question, what is the greatest commandment? This appeared an easy question, but was a difficult one because the religious teachers of Jesus' day had made the truths of the Old Testament into no less than 613 commands and rules that they considered equally important. Different rabbis had different thoughts on what the greatest commandment was, and any answer Jesus gave would conflict with the views of some of the religious leaders. Jesus, however, again defeated their attempts to, to discredit him by claiming that the greatest commandment was, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The greatest commandment that Jesus quotes here was something the Jews prayed every morning. Even today, devout Jews daily recite the Shema, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord uh, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Then Jesus went, went further and, and gave them more than they asked for, saying, more than they asked for, saying, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Jesus hereby narrowed all their rules and regulations down to two commandments and concludes by saying, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus Christ is here saying that everything else depends on these two commandments loving God, and loving your neighbor. Our love for God must take priority over everything else. God deserves all of our love, and not only part of our love. According to Jesus Christ, love can only be fully manifested when we love God first. Loving God supernaturally produces love for others in us. True love is not a feeling or an emotion. It is a decision to sacrifice and give to another. True love is not a feeling or an emotion. It's a decision to sacrifice and give to another. We choose to love or we choose not to love. Many people love themselves. But this is not love. Uh, it is selfishness. J.B. Phillips said, The man who does not love God is really in love with himself, his position, his success, and his pleasure. Loving God involves giving our lives in worship and service to him. Jesus said, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. To some people, serving God is to do what they think will get them to heaven. We can, however, only serve God in the right way when we serve him out of love. Why do we pray and study the word of God? Why do we sing and participate in church activities? If it is not because we love God, we will be missing the most important aspect of, service, of our service to God. Many people today are seeking God, not to know and to love Him, but just to get what He can uh, provide. They're only interested in, in the benefits and not the relationship. Other people think that being a Christian means following a set of rules and performing certain acts. Christianity is not religion. Christianity is a relationship. Christianity is not about what we are required to do, but about what we do as a result of our relationship with Jesus Christ. It is only when we have a relationship with Christ that we can love Him with all of our heart. The heart is one of the important and necessary organs of the body. Without it, there can be no life. But more than that, 
the heart is also the center of our spiritual being. It is from our heart that we develop our passions and our values that in turn determine our character. The scriptures put it simply that from within, out of men's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. God wants our hearts. He wants to begin a wonderful relationship with us. A relationship that begins when we acknowledge Him as Lord and Savior. We can only love our neighbor when we love God. It is that love that makes it possible for us to give up our comforts and joys to obey Him. Our deeds bring on a new meaning. Okay. Our deeds bring on a new meaning when they spring from a deep love of God. Oswald Chambers understood this when he said, If I work for God because I know it brings me the good opinion of those whose good opinion I wish to have, I'm a Pharisee. If I love Jesus Christ, I will serve humanity, though men and women treat me like a doormat. If we really love God, we will love even the unlovable. A Christian does not only love the people of God, he loves all people. He is warm and sensitive to God's people, but also love those, loves those who do not know God. He does not only love his own family, but also all those he comes in contact with. If we love God, we would keep his commandments. Just as a child who loved his parents would obey them, so we also will obey God if we loved him. Love and obedience are inseparable, but we often face the problem the Pharisees did. They become so good at obeying the law that they added their own laws to it. But they did not obey God because they loved him. They obeyed God instead of loving him. They had sub substituted a legalistic approach to God instead of loving him with their heart, soul, and mind. They study the Word of God just to, just to figure out the least they can do to be accepted. It's like, it's like finding out what little good one can do and still go to heaven. The Pharisees knew how many ounces you could carry before it was officially considered carrying a burden on the Sabbath. They also knew how many steps you could take before your walking could be considered work. They needed these rules to determine just how much good they had to do to make it with God. True love makes no attempt to calculate how much or how little one needs to do for another person. Love always wants to give more and to do more. Love does not give to get. Love happily sacrifices to serve. There is an unbreakable link between love and obedience because if we love God, we will want him to we want to make him happy. The goal of the Christian life is to paint a picture of Jesus with our lives. When people look at us, they ought to see Him. We cannot do that by following a list of rules. We can only do it by loving Him with everything we have, loving Him with everything we are, and loving Him with everything we say, loving Him with everything we think, loving Him with everything we do. There's a story of a, a young soldier who called his parents after his release from the military service due to injury. He told them that he was bringing a friend uh, home to stay with him. He was uh, severely wounded and had only one leg and one arm and one eye. And after a little reflection, the mother reluctantly agreed, but stressed that he could stay with them only for a little while. 
her voice carried the message that they would not like to be burdened very long with such a, a severely handicapped person. Two days later, they received a telegram saying that their son had committed suicide by jumping from a hotel window. When his body arrived for burial, burial his, parents saw that <clears throat> his parents saw that he had only one arm, one leg, and one eye. That mother never forgot the last conversation she had with her son her entire life. She regretted that she hadn't spoken more carefully and more lovingly. That woman lived with regret because she did not show true love. If we do not have love for others, then we also will have regrets. Jesus Christ does not want us to have any regrets. He declares that when we love God the way we ought to love God, we will love others the way we ought to love others. And when we love God and others the way we should, we will love ourselves in a proper and healthy way. Jesus, over, Jesus overcame hate, evil, and death through his sacrificial act of love on the cross. This life would be much more bearable if we all practiced love. Most businesses would benefit greatly if the boss truly loved his or her employees and they knew it. Most marriages would be happier if spouses heard and saw constant reminders that they were loved. Most families would be happier if the parents constantly and lovingly related to their children. We love God because we love because God loved us first. If we take the time to study his word, to pray, to learn about who he is and to worship him, we would begin to experience his love and love him in return. Let us love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, all of our soul, and with all of our mind. And let us love our neighbor as ourselves. Amen. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service. That's right, the announcements. I'm going to save you all a little trouble today. I'm not going to go through everything. Uh, we, we do it every week. I'm going to give you a little reprieve this week because I want to talk a little bit about something else. Somebody the same part, doesn't it? It's a different mix. Is it? It is. I know, I know. It sounds like a washing machine. All right, 20 seconds. Wash your hands, folks. Go get your vaccine. I'm scheduled to go get mine. I got my flu shot. I scheduled to go get my, uh, my, my, my COVID vaccine, my next COVID vaccine on the 5th. So go get it, please. Please. For what? Or die and kill other people. You know? That simple. Pastor Appreciation Month. This is the last weekend of Pastor Appreciation Month. This is the last day of... of the, <laughs> Thank you all again for a wonderful month. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, look, 
Attendance has been good. Y'all been here? I appreciate that. Um, it, it means a lot to me. Y'all showed. Um, <laughs> showed up. And Don, again, thank you for the beautiful clock. I love it. I, I, I've got it done. It's, it's two seconds uh, slow right now. Uh, two, two minutes slow. I've got to fix that. But that, other than that, it's great. I love it. I love the clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pastor appreciation. With it. It's important to take care of your pastors. Folks. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. I not just, I'm not talking about for myself. I'm talking about for all the other pastors out there. Anybody that has a pastor out there, you should be taking care of them, praying for them, helping them out. Help him hold his arms up. If you don't know what I mean by that, go back and watch the episode a couple of weeks ago. Okay, now, this isn't right either. It's not 14 days, so I didn't change it. <laughs> Guys, we're running a little late today. I apologize. It's been a really rough week for us here, um, and I, I tried to get this done as quickly as I could, and I had some, some missed, missed parts, and this is one of them. It's not 14 days. It's seven days away, okay? Seven days from today is the walk into Alzheimer's. It's November the 4th, right? I'm at uh, Dallas City Hall. Now, Friday, if you look at your programs on uh, the uh, page three, is there actually is uh, right next to the Welcome Center, right, right after the Offering of Peace. Um, it says the schedule that we've got coming up. Okay, so it's next weekend, very, very bright red letters. Next weekend, during us for the Dallas, uh, walked into Alzheimer's with the Alzheimer's Association. Now it says the schedule here is Friday, November the 3rd, uh, is the Bishop Sleepover at DULC. That'll be here at the church. The doors will close at 10 p.m. No in, no out after 10 p.m., please. Seriously, that's it. No in or out at 10 p.m., okay? We'll have, some, we'll have some refreshments. We'll have some just some good times hanging out, just kind of getting to know each other. It's kind of a nice way to not necessarily be in the, in the church thing and, and being able to kind of hang with each other, okay? But hopefully not get on each other's nerves too bad. Okay. <laughs> then Saturday morning, uh, we will leave here approximately f- uh, between 4 and 5 a.m., probably about 4.30, okay? And we will be down uh, volunteering and then also walking uh, for the walking into Alzheimer's uh, between... 5 a.m. and 2 p.m. 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. approximately. Okay, that's about that's about what it is. Then we you can go your separate ways. You can come back to the church here, whatever you want to do. Uh, that's the end. That's the end for that day. We've done the, the volunteering, did the walk. I appreciate. I'm going to appreciate it I'm already. I'm already appreciative of all, all of you being there. Uh, then don't forget the next day Sunday, and uh, we have Sunday service at 3 p.m. Okay, so it's a good way to close out the weekend. It's a busy weekend for the church. Well, I'm asking you to make sacrifice this weekend and give up basically your whole weekend for your church. Come out, do this walk with us. We all walked into Alzheimer's for people like my grandmother and, and like, like, like Don's mother who passed away from Alzheimer's and, and stopped the hurting that this is causing our world, okay? Because it's, it's ridiculous. And there's a cure out there, and all you got to do is find it, okay? I pray again, I appreciate you all coming. But don't forget, Friday, be here by 10 p.m. Saturday, if you don't make it here Friday, be here by, by 4 a.m., which isn't going to happen. So be down uh, at City Hall by 5, by 5 a.m., okay? Just get here before 10 p.m. on Friday, folks, okay? All right, and then Sunday, of course, we have service at 3 o'clock, okay? Uh, this, this Sunday is, uh, uh, happens to fall on the anniversary of my mother's death, so we'll have a dedication to her coming this weekend as well. So big, big, big weekend going on here, huh? Maybe a candlelight It's a possibility. I guess we could think of that. Yeah. I, I, that's a kind of, maybe. That's a nice, 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 that's a nice idea. Nice idea. Um, moving on. Okay, I'm going to hold off on that real quick. We're not going to do this missile yet. I'm going to, um, okay, this is a little strange what we're doing here. I don't normally do this during service, but this is important. And, and I want to make sure everybody, even if you're not going to stick to the round table, you need to hear what we're, we're going to talk about. Seven years ago, uh, I started a church here um, called Dallas Universal Life Church. Our parent church is Universal Life Church. That's who, we, who I was ordained by, and that's who uh, is, is who we call our parent church. Although we are separate, 
we are allowed to be our own separate entity. Our church does not govern us in that way. We are still partners in this. Okay? The Universal Life Church has many, 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 many types of churches out there, people from different backgrounds, people from different uh, religions and whatnot. And their whole motto is to do that which is right. That's what you do, that which is right. Okay? So, with that being said, um, this week we received a letter from an attorney um, representing the Universal Life Church out of Sacramento. Now, Universal Life Church, you might say, well, that's not our, who, the church we always had. It's even out of Modesto, California. And that's true. Modesto, California was the original Universal Life Church. There's been some... Uh, mm -hmm. um, there's some... Uh, let's call it fighting. I mean, let's call it... Be, there, was, there was some trademark things that went on, some copyright things that went on, and people going you know, kind of underhanded and things like that and the other nature. And Anyway, it turned out that what the... They ended up having this church in Sacramento or this, this group in Sacramento calling themselves Universal Life Church Monastery, and then you had the ULC in, in Modesto. There's also one in Sacramento, in um, uh, Seattle, I believe, is the other one. That's a different one. So there are actually three right now. But what happened, well, there were three. So the one in, in Sacramento is, is, has basically taken over Modesto. Modesto, they went to a partnership together, and Modesto's basically falling off the map. They stopped basically doing anything there, and everything's now done in Sacramento. So now Sacramento is calling themselves Universal Life Church. Okay, so we have a letter from the attorney representing Universal Life Church in Sacramento telling us that we are um, in violation of the law by using the Dallas ULC, the ULC sealed here. It's right behind me here. The ULC sealed, which we have used since 2016, 2016 okay, when we first opened this church. Now, our, our seal is, is similar to the ULC seal. The reason for that being is when we open this church, the when the, Congre the, the church in Modesto told us that first we want you to keep the ULC name, keep the Universal Life Church in your name. So it would be either something like Dallas Universal Life Church or Universal Life Church of Dallas or something to that nature. That's kind of what they wanted you to do. They wanted to show some, some, you know, that we were together on this. They also said on the logo, on your logo, you're welcome to, to add your logo, but to try and keep it contiguous, you know, some sort of a connection to the logo we have now. So, so it shows that we are we're not necessarily... We're not necessarily believing the same things or doing things like that because they do believe that's, you know, that's what the whole point is, is to have all these different wonderful religions and ideas out there that can to freely worship. But it, they, they, they told us to kind of try and keep you know, it contiguous with, with, our, with our logo. And that's what we did. We stretched the seal, added Dallas on the top. Okay? They call the side leaves laurels, is what they're calling them uh, in, the, in the paperwork we got from the lawyer. I don't call it that. Those are, those are olive branches, in my opinion. Um, so... Here's the deal. They are telling us that we have to cease and desist and remove all ULC uh, branding like this. They say that this is theirs. That they, we can't do this and that we have to take it all down. I have a problem with that because I don't think that I'm not. They say that we're in competition with them, basically. Okay. First of all, this group in, in Sacramento does not have a church. It is not a church. It's a, store. It's, a, it's a. They call themselves a monastery, but it is a, a monastery store storehouse. It's a, it's a Universal Life Church Monastery Storehouse, and that's their official name there. Okay, they did a lot of trademarking, a lot of copywriting of things to make sure that nobody else could kind of they they, they took do things over that way. Okay, are that's fine that they wanted to. Huh? Are they trying to do a hostile takeover? Or something? No, they're not trying to hostile take over us. They want us. I, I can only speculate, Gavin, and I, I can't. I, I can only speculate, and this is my opinion. This is not you know, necessarily the church. I think it has to do with either, there's a couple of things that could be here. Either somebody has said something to them 
uh, about our church that they didn't like. And they, they assumed that we are, since we're ULC church, that we were together on that. And it's all, all of our beliefs are the same. And we, we're, we're responsible for each other. Well, we're not. We're not responsible for the ULC, and they're not responsible for us. We are our own entity, okay? Or it has to do with the fact that, I mean, look, look at the stuff we put out. We put out some very high-quality uh, material as far as our movies go and our, our things like that, and they don't. And I think that they feel that maybe either we are, either we are or, or one-upping them, or that they feel that we have a congregation here that is, you can, that can, you know, is, is keeping us going, and, and we're making some money at this, and they want a piece of that. That's my speculation. I don't know. Okay. That being said, it doesn't really matter. They want us to stop using this. Now, here's the deal. Over the last six years, seven years, I have bought things from that store, that, that their store that they have. It's not here now. It's not up here now. And my soul is not here now. But we have uh, some 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 when a cloth um, uh, cloth here, an altar, pulpit cloth here that have the ULC logo on it. Okay, I have a several stoles that have the ULC, not Dallas ULC, the ULC logo on it. Okay, um, business cards that I bought from their store with my name, our address, and the ULC logo on it. Okay? If they're concerned about us competing and being misconstrued as being part of them, why did they sell me these things to begin with? They, they know that I'm going to use in ministry. Okay? The business card's a big one. Here's a business card with my name and address as a minister of the ULC and the ULC logo, and you're telling me that, that, that I can't use my Dallas ULC logo, which really is totally different. Okay? They are not a church. They are a storefront. We are not a storefront. We are a church. There is no competition there. We are a church. We, we're not, we don't have a, a store. We have no general store at all. We don't sell anything. Okay? So that, I, I find that, that that's ridiculous. Okay. Now, that all being said, here's what it comes down to. We have until November the 6th to make a decision on this. They've given us a deadline. They want to hear from us in writing by November the 6th. Okay? They want us to remove everything. No more ULC uh, branding. They still want us to make our own new logo. We can still call ourselves Dallas Utilized Church, of course. But we cannot have that seal that they're claiming is, is all theirs. Okay, so we can do that. We could do that by number the by number the six. That's one option. Okay, the other option I have is we can uh, choose to leave ULC and go independent for a while. Maybe find another. Let me finish what I'm doing here, and we can talk about it. Okay, find another um, group that we want to be a part of, or even just stay independent for a while. It's okay. We're basically functioning independently now. It's nice to have a parent organization to help us with, you know, kind of getting out there a little more, and that helps. But it's okay. We could do it on our own if we needed to. Now, the final option of the three I have is we can choose to stay with the ULC, and we can choose not to remove these logos that we don't feel is an infringement or is a copyright infringement or anything against them whatsoever. And we can fight this. Uh, with them. Now, here's to come see y'all. What do you want to do? One, two, or three. One is we take it all down. Two is we leave the ULC. Three is we leave it up and we fight. Sorry. Number three, one vote. What do you think? Vote three. Gavin, what do you think? I know it's a tough decision. I would say alter the sign just barely. It's not going to work. They're not going to let us alter it barely. 
They don't want it resembling their letter, their seal at all. They have, they have this, they have a trademark within the United States government, and they gave us a treasurer's trademark. I still don't believe, I, I still believe that we are different enough now that it shouldn't matter, but they say no. Go ahead. Well, the primary thing is, I don't want to lose the church. We're not going to lose the church. Our church is here. We are a church. We are our own separate entity. The UFC does not make us a church. We made ourselves a church. You understand that? That would be, their wisest decision would probably be, like, if they're not the ones funding us, and we're already... They never have funded us. And, the, and we're already operating independently. Always have. So that would be number two. So there's two voting, number two. Okay, I'm surprised. Because if we're ready to be out on our own, then that would take away that right from them. Number one, we can keep our shit and basically... No, we can't. If, if we leave the ULC, we will have to change our name and we will have to change the logo. Now, Which will actually be really good, something that maybe all of us can work on. Understand this, though. I've worked seven, I've worked seven years at building this name and building our, our, our reputation. And you know, it takes, just to go online and see what is online now, if you type in Dallas Universal Life Church, it's huge. If we change our names, and this is not, I'm not saying they're going to get you at all on this, okay? I, it's a great idea. If we do that, it's going to be another three to four years before we're anywhere close to where we are now as far as the information getting out there we want to get out there. It's going to be a change. And that's okay. That's okay. But it is, it's, it's kind of a kick in the rubber parts, if you will, because it, it's, it's a lot of work we've done. And it, I'm really, I'm disappointed that the church, that the, that the monastery has come, come at us this way. Instead of, they could have called me on the phone. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, and to them to make these ultimatums toward us now and saying, basically saying we're, uh, we're copyright infringement and this, that, and the other. We're supposed to be, we, when we signed up for this with Modesto, that's who we signed a contract with saying, we are a congregation of your church. That's what we, I have, the, con I have the, the contract. Somewhere along the line, we are now part of the ULC in Sacramento, which really there was no choice. We had no choice in that matter. That's who we've become now, okay? Um, I was originally ordained out of Modesto in 1999, okay? When I started, was getting ready to start the church here, I could see the writing on the wall, and I knew that Sacramento was going to be probably doing what they're doing now. They'd, they'd be the, the actual church, or their actual Bullet. ULC, right? Bullet. Bullet. Right. So I reord got reordained in 2016 with ULC in Sacramento. Okay? It's, it made no difference, really. It's just only to make sure that my, 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 my eyes were dotted and my teeth were crossed, okay? So there's where we are. There's, there's more, you know, more, I can, I can talk more and more about it, about how it's, you know, their ideas of, of being, you know, uh, having these wonderful ideas of people from all walks of life working together and it doesn't matter. We know we're working, working independently for them to say that we're not is ridiculous because they're basically talking on both sides of their mouths, okay? They're saying, we all are independent, we're all wonderful, we're all equal, but then they come at me and say, oh no, you're infringing on our rights. We're not. I'm, how am I infringing on your rights? I'm, I'm just a we're church. I'm not taking anything from you, you know? So there's a lot more to it, and I could go into all of, a lot of the things that they're saying. The letter is, is much different than what they say on their website about who they are. That's all I can say about that. So your vote is to leave the ULC uh, before the November 6th deadline and start and go independent, right? Okay. Guys, I would say number three would probably, if we have to fight on for that, then that would misrepresent would it? Would it? Yeah, because... Why? Why? We're fighting for who we are. But what, seven years, I'm okay. speaking, thank you. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Just calm down for a second. This is very hard for all of us. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Gavin. 
what I was trying to say was that as a church, the Bible teaches us to love, to understand. Absolutely. And not to run away. Anyway. And Stop that. To, Let's go. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But to love, that's one of the greatest commands. And if I have not, if I take away one thing from this church and I'm going to run over the next day, I can gladly say one thing I have learned is love our fellow. Okay. Doug, thank you. Love, you take that away. I understand that. Us, can I, can I, can I interrupt you for a second? Us standing up for our, what we believe is our rights, okay, hold on, is not out of malice. It's not out of hate. It's not out of, the love is still there. We love, we still love, but we cannot allow ourselves to be, I mean, look, you not only is it going to take the time to, to rebrand and, and, and start again, understand that. Everything has to change. So even like our stoles all have to be repurchased. All our, our linens have to be repurchased. All of the signs will have to be remade. All of our stationery will have to be redone. Everything has to be redone. Okay, we're talking about at least ten thousand dollars to to rebrand this church and a couple of years to try and get it going again. Okay, I'm just saying that's fine. But if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Does anybody here want to change their vote or want to discuss this any further about possibly leaving the ULC? I mean, it's interesting that Gavin, Gavin brings up some great points. He does. You know, look, us standing up for our rights is not, is not, is not, uh, is not being not loved, not loving us. It's, it's, we're still doing out of love because we love ourselves, we love our church, we love each other, and we love our community. And we want to be who we are now and be more than that as Dallas Universal Life Church, which we've become to know. And that's, that's why writing is a good thing because they're trying to do the opposite thing to us. They're, yeah, they're trying to so, shut us down. So we're basically telling them, say, hey, this is not what you stand for and what you're not supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. This is doing this to us. Well, so, and it we, yeah, right? basically we're, we're telling them, lay off because that's not what... We want to work with them, not against them. We're not trying... We're not tell us to take it all down and do all that just because we're trying to spread the word of God. But look, I would understand if we, were, if we were the ULC. If we tried to say, we're, if we tried to take a, a logo up there and say, ULC, we're ULC. Okay? But we're not. We are saying we are, we are in association. We are, are working with. We are part of a group of people. But very plainly, in all of our records and all of the paperwork on everything we have says we are independent. We are all independent entities. You're, I'm not responsible for you. You're not responsible for me. That logo, it shows a solidarity between the two groups. It's not showing that we are responsible or part of each other. We're, it's a solidarity. It's a brotherhood. It's a, it's a brother and sisterhood. We're standing together on our principles here of do that which is right. Right? It would be a bad thing if we were to say, okay, we're going to take down the UFC because they're doing this to us. Mm -hmm. That would be the bad thing to do. I think so, so we're just trying to get, we're just trying to keep our name and just defend ourselves saying, hey, yo, back yeah. up, like chill out. And I've always been very supportive. I, I have personally always been very supportive of the, DU, of the ULC. I, I, I like what they do. They have some great resources online. They are making some money with their stores. I, I want things there. I'm, I'm glad it's there. It's something that needs to be done and they, they fill the niche. Good for them. But don't, I think that they may have, we're not trying to compete with them. We're not trying to get anything out of them. And, and as just using what I don't consider even to be their logo, it's, it's similar, but it's not their logo. It is not, we're not trying, there's no way we can use that to get anything from them. We're not trying to, to move in on them. I don't want to do that. I still want to work with them. I've, there's a, a site, a part of their site is a minister's page where we can talk to other ministers and whatnot. I've been on there since 2016. Our first post on there in 2016 was our logo. 
They have known we've had this logo since then. It was on their site. Nobody said a word about it. Nobody's had a problem with it. All the ministers there did not get confused about who we were. Nobody misunderstood and said, you're the ULC, you're not Dallas ULC. They knew who we were. It was very plain and obvious. So that's another thing I'm saying. Is why all of a sudden are you coming at us like this when you've known since 2016 that we're using this logo? Come on. Something's up. I just want, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be a fight. I want us to amicably agree on something here and go, look, this is our this is our position, and they can come at me and say this is their position, and we can maybe, maybe meet in the middle ground somewhere and say, look, this this is fair, but right now I don't think they're treating us fairly. Okay, I, I think the way they did it, sending these letters with a lawyer, I understand that they're trying to be official and whatnot, cover their own asses, but they didn't have to do it that way. And I feel it was it's an intimidation tactic, in my opinion. But we have to be careful with that intimidation tactic because they can also. Oh, they can't. Wait. Where? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. The very reason I'm saying this is I'm worried that they're going to guide my way to an area that would actually misrepresent our church. How's that? To deface us or to. They can't deface us. The only way that it can, it can, we can, it can affect our church in the way that we did is if we let it happen. What? We won't let it happen because we just want to use our the logo we have up there right. and we don't want to take anything from them we just want to have the thing we have here we, cre we created that yeah we created so i just I, it's it's it the only reason why it would ever go to where it's negative of what our views are in the church is if we attack them which we won't do no we have no reason to, it's up to us. there's no reason for us to i have no problem with them whatsoever okay except for this Okay. If it wasn't an issue of money, they wouldn't give a shit. I, I would think that's a big issue, and I'm sorry to say that. I, I just, it does seem that way. The wording of the lettering, of the letter and things like that, they were, you know, we're, we're happy that you are, uh, that you are proud of your, your ordination with ULC, but we don't want you saying you're part of ULC. Okay, you gave me, look, I have, <laughs> let me show you something. Let me, let me show you something. Where is it? I bought this from their church, from their, their monastery. Now, it says clergy, which I am, okay, and it has their logo, monastery, on the bottom, okay. They would, I bought this from them. They, this would have to go, according to what they're telling me now. Does this, does this mean that I am the ULC? Does it mean I'm ULC? No. Does it mean I'm maybe affiliated with them? Okay. Does it mean I speak for them? No. Does a, does a, does a parish priest speak for the Catholic Church? No. We're not, we're not, we are affiliated in, in a sense, okay. And then here we've got just my badge here from the church, which is, shows that I am who I am at the church, my title at the church, my uh, personal logo and the, the church logo, and then, you know, things on the back. That's what, that's what says we are employees. This is just says I'm a clergy ordained by the ULC. But they say that we can't, I can't wear this anymore. I bought this from them. That's a problem for me. You're gonna, you want to tell me it's okay if I buy it from you, I'm allowed to do it. But if we go, what we'll be doing all this time and use this, this beautiful seal that we created with your blessing, if you will, because you knew about it from 2016 on, then why all of a sudden are you coming at us? Okay? So here's the deal. The vote's going to be three to one. Uh, to, we're going to stay. And we're going to fight this. We're going we're to try and work this out with them, hopefully amicably. I don't want to go to court on this. I don't. We, we don't have any money. Look, honestly, we are, the, the, our budget is nil. Anything that's come to this church that we have kept this church going is, is with the few tithings that we get and a donation here and there. And Patsy was one of our biggest benefactors. Okay? She is no longer here. So 
it's been a real strain just to keep us going. And I've been, <laughs> my bank account is, all of my bank accounts are in negative right now because I, there's just no money. I'm trying here. And it's not, I didn't really need this. We didn't want this. We didn't want this to happen. I was actually looking at a location. I found us a location that we could afford more than any other location I've ever found. Okay? And it was ideal for what we needed. That's kind of, in, uh, again, in limbo. We couldn't really afford it anyway. I was going to have to be really scraping and pulling it pulling out of my own pocket again. But that's what I do. That's why I've done, I did this out of love. This is what I want to do. That's what I'll do with my money. That's fine. Tell me something what to do with it. I'll do it if I want to. Right? So we're going to say, now, let's go ahead and close out this, the service. We're not going to do a roundtable. Let's just count this as our roundtable for the day. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have anything to talk about about this, please see me. Okay? We have until November the 6th. I'm going to write everything out that we've talked about. I'm going to write our opinion on this. I'm going to give them examples of what we talked about, and I'm going to make it very lengthy, very detailed to explain our position on this. And I will show it to all of you before I email it to them and mail it to them, certified letter so that we know where we are on that, okay? I want us to be on, all on the same team here. We've got to be, okay? Because if we're not united, a house divided will not stand. Okay? You understand that, guys? Okay, let's do this. All rise, please.